everybody. This is Monica from Guardian Scholars, and this is Unguarded, and we're very excited to be here. Um, we're getting a little bit better every week and have had some amazing guests on our show. And today we have another one that's been working with us for years, um, but we'll talk about that in a second. I hope everybody's doing well. Today is Monday, June 22nd. I cannot believe that this month is almost over. Can you guys believe it? No. no. It's crazy how fast this month has gone, um, which gives me hope about the next six months because again, we're not coming back on the campus until January 4th. And I am very much looking forward to that six months being over and done with so we can get back on the campus, hopefully, fingers crossed, and see our students again and see our coworkers again because I miss you guys. I'm tired of Zooming and I want to be in front of you and interacting and be back in my office. So I'm going to let my student assistant co-host introduce themselves to you and we will start with Jojo. Hi everybody. If you haven't met me yet, my name is Jojo. I am a senior at CSUB. I am five classes away from getting my bachelor's in psychology and I am a new mom. That's it for me. <laughs> Yay. Hi Jojo. Thanks for joining us. Who's next? Thank you. Hi everybody, my name is Daisy and I recently graduated from CSUB and I plan on um, <laughs> uh, applying for the credential program and I'm so excited to be assisting um, the GSP right now and I'm still at home in my room <laughs> recording this podcast. <laughs> We're glad to have you even though you're at home in your room. Thank you. <laughs> Erica. Hey everybody, my name is Erica and I'm currently in the credential program to be a PE teacher. I have six classes left and then I will be a credential teacher and hopefully I will be in uh, a junior high or a high school is the age group I'm shooting for. Uh, fingers crossed for high school, but if I get junior high, then I'll, I'll still be happy with it. Um, I'm here working with GSP as fitness and wellness coordinating and helping them out with that and it's been a fun adventure so far. Thank you, Erica. Thanks for being here today. Okay, so we have an amazing guest today on our podcast who has been a partner to our program for years now, to be honest. She's not just a partner to a program, but she's a friend to me and to everybody who I work with. And she's been a super um, supportive person and presence on campus and in our program to all of our students. So I'm not even going to try to introduce you. I'm looking at you on Zoom. I'm going to let you tell us who you are and what you do. And if you don't give us enough information, we're going to um, harass we pull it out of you. Yeah, we're going to harass you for more. But um, anyway, introduce yourself to us. Who are you? All right. Hi, my name is Leah Bank, and I am the fitness and wellness coordinator at the Student Recreation Center. And I don't know, I always start with like my work title, but yes. I feel like there's so much crossover with like my personal life and my professional life, but that is what I do on campus at CSUB. And I also have the opportunity to lecture in the Department of Kinesiology, and I love doing both of those things. I get to work with students, mentor students, teach students, and I get to combine my love for that with fitness and wellness. So in my personal life, most of you have interacted with me teaching group fitness at some point, probably in a Zumba class. Uh, but I also teach 
many other classes such as cycling or interval training. I also teach body combat and I'm currently in a yoga teacher training. So I will be soon teaching yoga. And yeah, that's, I love teaching all styles of fitness. And so that's how I know most of you or you've taken my class. And let's see what else. I know Monica, you said I've been involved with GSP for a long time. I've actually been in California and in Bakersfield for four and a half years, almost exactly. I am originally from New Jersey, went to school in New York. All my family is back in Jersey and moved out here for my job at Cal State. So that's a little bit about me. I don't know what else. You get it. That's not yes. enough. We have questions. We have not questions. Enough. questions. <laughs> okay, Jojo, you want to ask your question first? Yes. Okay. So you mentioned everything about wellness and how you got what you're doing, but how did you get into this? What made you start your fitness journey? Good question, Jojo. Such a great, great question because I'm leave the podcast. I'll see you later, Jojo. <laughs> because when it when it comes down to it, uh, there's a few answers, um, but the main, the main answer and really my foundation for fitness came from doing flying trapeze. So what's a flying trapeze? <laughs> trapeze. Flying, trapeze. Flying trapeze, like, like in the circus. No way. Yes. Yes. So, I can so picture you doing that right now. I can see it. I can definitely see I know, it. I know there haven't been that, you know, that many guests on the podcast, but I'm, I, I don't know that you've had a, someone who's done flying trapeze before. So I started doing flying trapeze when I was about 10 years old, just as a hobby. And I continued participating in it through middle school, high school. I worked at sleepaway camp to teach flying trapeze to kids who were at camp. And it really helped me develop, if I knew then what I know now about it, um, it, it helped me develop like physical strength and timing and listening and all of these types of things like climbing up a ladder, standing 25 feet on a platform. And yeah, I, I wish podcasts were visual so you could see what a video of flying trapeze looked like, but reflecting on it now. So I've been doing trapeze for over 15 years. These days, not as frequently as I used to, but it really helped me develop an interest in the way that the body moves. It helped me look at uh, injury prevention and exercising in a safe way and um, just developing other sets of skills in terms of emotional health. Like, what is it like to trust someone to uh, catch you in midair or how do you communicate with other people? So there's lots of life things that relate to flying trapeze that I've kind of taken with me and developed into this fitness and wellness mecca of my life. Were you scared when you first tried it? You know, I have like a visual memory of my first time on the trapeze. Uh-huh. Very vivid. Um, and I'm always, I'm always scared. Like, if you don't climb that ladder and feel your heart, like, racing, something's wrong. <laughs> I know. I've, I've been uh, ziplining before. 
So like I, it's like some type of adrenaline that I get, and that like enables me to like just push through it and do it. I'd be so scared the whole time that I'm like working my way up to doing something, and then when I do it, I'd be like, okay, I can do it again. But I'd be like, my anxiety be like on a thousand. But I was just curious because I see you in Zumba and I love your Zumba classes. Like I was so mad last semester when I had class so late in the afternoon it stopped me from going and I was pregnant too, but I was still going to Zumba when I was pregnant. And I just was like, I wonder how she started off. So thank you for answering. Yeah. And, and I also studied exercise science in college. So after my love of flying trapeze kind of transformed into, hey, how can I help people exercise? My bachelor's degree and my master's degree are also in exercise science slash kinesiology. Okay, nice. That's amazing. I'd never met anyone who'd done trapeze before I met Leah. And she told me about her background, about working at summer camps. And I was telling her my dream as a child was to go to summer camp. Like I always wanted to have the money and the access to go to something like that. And it never, like, I never was able to, but I'm, I'm like fascinated when Leah starts talking about her summer camp experiences and trapeze and all that. Cause I was that kid who was like, please send me. And it never worked out, but Anyway, this is kind of like summer camp because we're running wellness stuff now and, and fitness things now. So for me, this is the closest I'm getting to go away summer camp. <laughs> but um, anyway, Leah, how do you like California? I like California. I was never the kind of person who thought that I had to move as far away from home as possible. You know, I went from one coast to the opposite coast. I know there's like a rivalry there, like East Coast, West Coast. Mm -hmm. But when I applied for this job, I was applying all over the place, kind of like I would move to wherever the job would take me, specifically in campus recreation. And when I ended up in California, people were like, so are you moving to the Bay Area or LA? And I was like, well, in between. <laughs> yeah. So it's... um. It's, it's interesting. People ask me if I feel like I'm going to stay in California forever or if I'm ever going to go back to New York and New Jersey. And I don't know. I, you know, I'm, I'm torn. I, I wish I could be bi-coastal and go back and forth on the regular. I mean, now I can't travel at all, but it's been a year since I've been home and New York to me is like holds this special place in my heart. And I always imagined myself living in New York or working in New York. Like I was this city girl. My parents worked in New York. I used to commute into the city to do trapeze classes. And now that I'm in California, I don't know, like I don't see it as like a complete opposite. Whereas a lot of times people say like, well, New York is so fast and, you know, high strung and California is so laid back. But to me, it's just, just a similar life. Maybe it would be different if I lit, if the beach was outside my door, but um, I don't know. I, I'm torn about that question because I really like California. I love my job. I could have additional opportunities in California later on in life, maybe on another 
Cal State campus or maybe, you know, staying in Bakersfield for more years. But, you know, my family isn't close by, so it's hard to be far away from them. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of people really underestimate Bakersfield River Valley as well. And we were speaking to President Zelesny last week on our podcast, and she was talking, we asked her the same questions, you know, how did you get here? How were you so involved in Fresno? How do you like Bakersfield? And she talked about really the, I think the draw of like a smaller, bigger town like Bakersfield and how family oriented that it is and how much of a community there is as opposed to maybe other places. I know right now I'm quarantining or, you know, um, self-distancing in Vegas. And um, even though Vegas is kind of a small, big town as well, for me, I haven't found the community of Bakersfield yet. And so I think that's one thing that helps people maybe feel a little bit more welcome in the Valley. Um, And she talked about that as well. So I think that a lot of our people who are transplants, you know, not from the San Joaquin Valley, find that it's livable, it's enjoyable. Um, so hopefully, anyway, that's been your experience, and, and we love having having you here as well. And and it's been a few years since I've gotten to be friends with you and work with you uh, through the program and other things that you do, which kind of leads me into what we're talking about today, because today we're discussing a new program that you have going on that came into play um, when we had to start to work off campus and telecommute and program remotely. So I really want you to talk about this because I just discovered it, I think like the day after that it started and I've been participating in it and I sent the link to all of my student assistants asking them to participate in it as well. And we're gonna send it out to our guardian scholars. But tell us about your new program. How's that going? What's it called? What's it about? Give us all the details. Sure. So, well, I'm going to preface first. I don't know if it's off topic. No, go for it. But when we first started collaborating on wellness with the Student Recreation Center and Guardian Scholars, we created Highway to Health, which was a program that we did in person through group exercise. And we kind of piloted it between our smaller programs and then we've opened it up to the entire you know CSUB or the the SRC's community so that has really transpired over the past like three and a half years and so now this new program was like you said something that everyone was at home how could we get people still participating virtually so the CSUB wellness summer fitness challenge is something that kind of just developed out of a very brief conversation on the weekend. I was working on the weekend, which people sometimes tell me I shouldn't do, but that's where my ideas come from. It all the time. I I say I'm not going to as well, and we do it. I, I do it all the time. That's just the way it is. So the summer fitness program is, um, it is a self-paced physical activity and exercise tracking program so people can go out and do activity whether that's specific exercise like walking running outdoor bike riding hiking or um, they can even be, be doing housework or gardening anything that encompasses moving your body and they simply go on this google form and record their exercise for the day 
And let's say they do something the next day, they go on. So each day they do an activity, they can record the activity. It sounds so simple and I don't want to like underestimate like the program, but there was going into it, there was a lot of thought process of, well, how do we know if someone is actually doing this exercise? Mm -hmm. Like they could go on this form and they could lie and say that they ran three miles today, right. whether or not they actually did or not. And we've, we've done a couple of other fitness challenges through the rec center where people had to either use a tracking device, like a, a phone or a, a smartwatch or something like that, or a heart rate monitor, or they had to take a picture of the machine that they were working out on to right. validate that they actually did the workout. And when I really looked at it, my mentality was, if they're going to put in the work and get the credit for it, then they should be honest about it. And if they are putting, if they're logging exercise that is inaccurate, then the only one who's losing out or missing out is themselves. So I really feel like this, you know, honesty system process has outstandingly worked in the first week. In a little bit, I can share some of the statistics that I was up late last night <laughs> recording, but it's, it's really been amazing to see what people have done just in one week. So yeah. that's a little bit about the, the program itself. It's meant to target students, faculty, and staff, which is also somewhat new. So the Student Rec Center primarily focuses our efforts on students. You know, it's a student-run facility, students work there, student fees are funding our facility. And so we focus our efforts on how we can better the lives of students. And Monica and I have had a lot of conversations about the faculty and staff side of things where we are staff and we want there to be a greater amount of wellness promoted for us on campus. So here we are promoting it all for the students, but then we're not being refueled by somebody else on campus. Right. So this program, because it's being run through CSUB Wellness, which was a committee that was started almost two years ago, maybe three, the research started for it. Mm -hmm. We are opening it up to everybody. And I think that it will ultimately bring the community together to say that there doesn't have to be as large of a separation between students, staff, and faculty, that we should all be working together collectively on whether it's physical activity or whether it's, you know, decreasing stress. Right. So that's a little bit about the, the I wanna, I thank you for all of that. And I, I want to speak to the, um, to the honesty policy, right. Or the, the honesty factor in your programming. And I've been on the form. I think I filled it out three times already, although I'm three days behind, but I'm getting on today and doing it three separate times because I did move over the weekend. Lots um, of people are doing that. So you're not the only one, like they're backtracking. Yeah. And you have this wonderful line on the form where you can, like you say, any other details or, you know, basically like, do you want it like comments? And for me, because there's not a person that I'm checking in with, it's a form. I still feel like it's somebody that is, you know, a companion or a partner to my workout system. And I feel like just being able to comment on my workout is 
a little bit like a diary entry for me in terms of my fitness and my wellness journey, especially now over the summer that we're more isolated and that gyms are starting to reopen. Some are not, but even so, you know, I don't feel comfortable yet going to a gym or doing group workouts because I have a father. My dad is, you know, his immune system is compromised right now. So I'm very careful about where I take myself. But um, for me, I feel like it's this wonderful anonymous partner that I have on my fitness journey over the summer. And every time I write in the comment box, I pretend I'm writing to you. Because first of all, we're friends, but second of all, you're the coordinator behind this awesome program. And I'm like, oh, wow, like Leah's counting on me, you know, I got to leave Leah a comment and tell her what I did. It's kind of silly, but it's that, it's that accountability, but it's also that partnership that some of us who are super wellness oriented are looking for right now, especially if we're still self-isolating. And so for me, I found that it's wonderful accountability, but then also just it's inspiring to know that I'm part of this little community that's doing this over the summer. So I'm really grateful that when you put that together, you put that in there because it personalized it for me. And I'm, um, again, you know, I want my assistants to take a look at it this week because it's, it's a really great system and I've enjoyed it so far. It's only been a week, but it's motivated me to get out there and move and to get out there and move a little bit more and maybe even to brag a little bit. Cause some days I'm like, Shoot, I did three workouts today, not even knowing it. Like one, because your categories are inclusive. Did you walk your dog or did you walk? Which I did. One day I went hiking and then I went cycling and I was like, holy cow, I did all those things today. And it's almost like it helps me to stay motivated because I'm tracking what I'm doing. And it's also like I get to give myself credit. There's just something about checking off multiple boxes that makes I don't know if that's a weird, but that makes me really happy. Like, okay, I checked three boxes today. Awesome. I'm tracking my own fitness and my own movement. So anybody else want to speak to that? Because I know I need that partnership right now. I'm like, I haven't had the chance to like check out the website, but I have just, um, well, the team knows, but I just started my fitness journey. I have a four month old baby. Um, so I'm trying to just work on being active with doing anything. And that goes from doing housework, from sweeping around the house. I go and walk two, two and a half miles every day. Um, I do some type of uh, jump ropes and some type of physical activities every day. And at first I was just doing these things over and over and over. And then I, I made a list. So I have like this, I wish I would have brought it, but I have like this paper on my wall that has like all the things that I do throughout the day and I'm checking them off on that list because it makes me feel good. Like, oh, I did this, yes. oh, I did this. And it, it's like, now I see, I see my progress and I'm becoming more, I know Monica love her sticky notes. I love, <laughs> I love sticky notes. It helps me be so much organized, I swear. But yes, we're all holding up our sticky notes. I know you can't see us in, in podcast world, but we're for real like show yes, yeah, showing our list and sticky notes to one another because it's how we function. My husband makes fun of me for that. He's like, if it's not on your sticky note, and I'm like, no, but when it's on my sticky note, it gets done. Unless my sticky note falls off my wall, which I scotch tape them to my wall so they won't. <laughs> Because that happened to me before they fell down, and I'm yeah. like, oh, I don't have anything to do. 
And I stick, I normally stick mine on here, but being that, I don't know if you guys can, oh no, it won't go down. But like on the base of my laptop, I stick like all my assignments that are due on there. That way I know, cause I, I'm using my computer to type everything. So I know I'm gonna have to see it. So I'll check it off on my, oh my God, Monica. And see the form for um, the fitness challenge is much like that. It's self-accountability. But then it's also this reporting. It's not really reporting in, I feel. It's more like a sharing of information. And that keeps me on task. And I need that community right now. And that, and it's like group-based. So yeah. like you, you're not by yourself. Because a lot of people, I know they want to work out with someone. I know I like to work out with somebody. And it makes me... It, I haven't used it yet, but I'm more than likely I'm about to go check it out right after this, especially because I'm gonna be doing so many so many activities um, today. But just knowing, like, oh, Monica did this, because you'll be I'll be able to see it, right? What everyone is writing? No, no. Oh, can we see what everybody writes? Is this this is confidential, right? So the form does come to me and I, I read through everyone. Oh, so you can see it. Day. Yeah, so it's, it's specifically coming to me. People are recording it. It's not like a live update. And then what I'm going to plan to do is every Sunday per week, I'll collect all the information together. So do you want me to, do you want me to go, I feel like off topic, but sort of, I'll talk about the form because I pulled it yeah, up on the computer. Let us know. So like all the things that Jojo was talking about, like going for a walk or cleaning up around the house, like all of that is on the activity list. Like Monica mentioned, we wanted it to be open and available for anyone doing any sort of movement other than, you know, sitting at your desk. There's actually someone who said something about like uh, desk workout, like they stood up and did some squats. Um, I know Erica did a thing about like hand exercises and like different movements for your neck. Uh, mm -hmm. can record anything on there and then there's information at the end and when we were first creating the form we didn't want to make it a barrier to answer too many questions like people were going to be like annoyed like oh that's too much work but the questions at the end are really going to be like the data that we're collecting so there's some um qualitative comments or how did you feel after your exercise today and i feel like even for me when i when i input my own responses I'm responding to myself knowing that I'm going to read it. So like, I'll say today's, you know, today was a great workout or I ran and I was exhausted and yoga felt relaxing or something like that. So those are the questions at the end. And then what I keep hearing, like kind of this conversation, uh, a couple people mentioned about why you're participating in the exercise or why you're choosing to record it, because we could just go do the exercise and no one would know but it's almost this like accountability to where someone is gonna know. And so one of the things that you can check off on here is being part of this fitness program with others, your reasoning for participating. So it might be personal physical activity, it might be physical activity for somebody else like an animal or a kid, uh, or it could be working towards a fitness goal. But the one that I really like is being part of this program together. And I'll have to go back and see how many people have checked that off. I, I didn't look at that information yet, but it's been overwhelming and very um, humbling to see what people are writing 
and really encouraging that people are going out and doing all of these things and knowing that there are people who aren't using the form right. who are still going and moving and exercising whether you're at home by yourself or exercising with somebody else or it's 105 degrees outside and you still decide to go for a walk um so yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So I like highly admire Leah's creativity. I always have. And I must say like um, the creativity in the rec center didn't really appear until you started working there. Um, I have some background on that. I actually was a part of the rec center for about eight years and worked there for six. And I was there in the transition of when Leah came in and she was actually my boss. So I got to see the transition of how the recreational center was prior to her appearing and when she got there. And I must say, she had the most creative ideas. She paid attention to everybody. She thought about like what the students wanted. She would ask us, um, she would have meetings with us, like saying, you know, what are ways that we can improve the gym? Um, she was always actively participating with us. She wasn't a boss that stayed in the office. She was always out, engaged. She was in our classes, taking notes, um, using her creativity to bring to the classroom as well. Um, I must like, she, what was it called? The first thing I believe she did was put up the chalk wall, which I thought was a brilliant thing. I was like, it got the kids and well, the students actively involved by like writing these little notes on the walls or there was boards on, um, the top floor fitness level. There was a whiteboard that was never used. And then she started writing, you know, these little workouts on there. So I believe the creativity in the rec center appeared when Leah appeared. So um, you've been a positive influence on that rec and I'm really happy that you came in, Leah. Thank you, Erica. I can't take credit for the chalk wall. That, that was definitely a marketing uh, tool. I can't remember if Logan was still there when the chalk wall went up, but Mariah, who was the former uh, communications and marketing coordinator put that up and Marshall helped build it. So I can't take credit for that, but the, the dry erase board up in the hit loft for the personal training and uh, that was definitely, how can we enhance the, the aspect of fitness within the facility? But yeah, creativity overall, maybe the questions on the chalk wall have something to do with how do you practice wellness or list your favorite exercise or your favorite workout machine on the chalk wall. So it's definitely incorporated into fitness. I think this is interesting that we're all like sharing and appreciating our visual cues because when Leah came into the student rec, she was all about visual cues and, and many other things that are creatively, you know, oriented, but she's very visual. She gets the information to us. It's accessible and it makes us want to respond. And to me, that's what this program is about. And I really appreciate that about Leah in general. But, um, but I mean, my God, she does trapeze. So, I mean, I would expect no less from you, Leah, no less than this amazing creativity. So, but we, we appreciate it. And then, um, changing uh, the subject a little bit, I did look at the form and I didn't know we could backtrack on that. So I can put some of my workouts with Erica. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when you fill out uh, the form, there's a section that says, um, how likely are you to work out again or something like that? Yeah. And it's true, like Monica always says, get moving, like you're going to want to move more once you're moving. And uh, after my workouts with Erica, I noticed that I do want to keep moving. Like I want to go to the park with Santiago and then play ball or something. So mm -hmm. I also like that 
like writing it down and seeing like, well, when I work out, it really makes me want to stay active a little bit more after that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that it's for me, like I said, accountability, but then also partnership. And, you know, with us working from home right now, it's really easy to be couch potatoes. And I don't mean couch potatoes who do nothing. I just mean sedentary workers. And that's really bad for your health, you know, and especially, I mean, I hate to say it because I don't want to always reference my age, but I am older than all of you. And especially for me, it's really bad for me to be sedentary. So I think this is just another level of like something that helps me to be inspired to move a little bit more and maybe get off the couch and work a little bit more creatively. So the last thing I want to talk about where the program is concerned with are rewards. What are the rewards? Are there any rewards linked to this program? And, you know, when does it end? And what can we expect at the end? Is there going to be maybe like a summary of some of our comments, even if you make them anonymous somewhere where we can see them or, you know, the data, the numbers, like, will we have access to it? Because I feel like there should be some kind of celebration at the end. Yes. Um, so check your email. I just sent out the week one statistics and information updates. So that was really cool to put together last night. There were almost 200 entries with wow. 70. There are 75 total individual participants wow. and about 200 hours of exercise altogether. So cool. Wow. So that's just one that's week. Yeah, that's just one week. And in terms of rewards, we didn't want this to be an unobtainable challenge. So what I mean by that is like Daisy was saying, well, I didn't record my exercise from last week, although now I would kind of have to go back and figure out where it would go for this next week, but it would, it would still count. In a week from now, someone's going to say, oh, I could never catch up to that other person, so I'm not going to participate at all. Whereas we just want to reward participation and engagement and being active literally and, phys and figuratively. So physically active, but also like, hey, you know what? I recorded what I could for this week. I'm going to get back on track next week. So it, the, there's no end goal there. Mm -hmm. I did not prescribe for people to obtain a certain amount of minutes of activity per week. There's recommendations, you know, the, the Centers for Disease Control recommends 150 minutes, upwards of 300 minutes of uh, cardiovascular fitness per week, but people can really just participate. And so it's going to be interesting at the end to see how many people are consistent with it. Like if someone just logged once, I think, you know, we didn't see a progression, but if someone is really continual, like they log at least once per week that may warrant some sort of reward for participation. So we have ordered some promotional items on behalf of CCB Wellness, and they're really great. I don't know if I should like talk about what the, what the prizes are. There are some t-shirts. I know everyone loves t-shirts. Yes. I have one in my- in I my covet my t-shirts. I, I, every time I get one, I'm like, it's like one of my favorite things to have. I have two now. Since, since the, oh, well, we have our highway to health shirts. Mm -hmm. So, well, it, since this video doesn't get posted, I could show you 
what the t-shirt looks like and then you could ooh and ah so that people can get really excited. We probably will post it, but okay. yeah, we do want okay. to I can show you the t-shirt. And then we have some other prizes, lunch boxes, salad shakers, different pins that say CCB Wellness on them. I need a salad shaker in my life. Oh my. Well, well they're currently in the SRC offices. <laughs> So great. Um, in terms of getting those prizes, we do have to coordinate what the process will be like because campus is encouraging people to not come onto campus. And so in terms of sending out prizes to people or picking up prizes, yeah. that hasn't been thought out fully yet. Um, I've been talking about this recently in my life. I'm a planner. I'm a write things down. I'm a visual person. I know you were talking about making things visual, but I think it comes from writing things on a calendar and color coordinating things. And, um, you know, sometimes we just got to do it and then we figure out the rest of it afterwards. Right. And that's, that's a little bit about how this is, how this is going. So there are rewards. There's no specific goal that someone has to obtain. Maybe people are encouraged to set their own goals. This is what I want to do to participate, submit at least twice a week or something like that. So that'll be kind of how the end of it I think comes. So it runs until August 7th. I believe the program itself is eight weeks in total. So we're about one and one week in. And yeah, you can go on each day you record, you select the date that you're putting in your exercise for, and then the next day, or you can do multiple at once. Let's say you forgot to do it yesterday. You can log both of, to, uh, both of them today. Cool. Super and cool. And then cool. the last question that you said was seeing the data. Uh, I'll look at what the, the qualitative and the quantitative statistics that people are entering in. I think it would be really cool to make like a larger word bubble or create like a lot of people are writing, I feel great after my workout. Like the word great has been said so many times or some people are like, I'm tired or I wish I could have done more. Mm -hmm. So it would be cool to maybe compile all of that into a word bubble and see what that looks like. Again, putting some visual uh, details behind it. Exactly. Like a word of the week or something or a motivational word. Cute, love it. Thank you for sharing that, Leah. Um, well, do you have anything else you wanna share with us about the program? As co-host, do you have anything else you wanna ask before we move on to our next segment? I just wanna say that I think it's pretty cool because uh usually in competitions i'm just like nope uh you could win it's fine <laughs> and just knowing that you said that this is like for ourselves and that everybody can maybe get a prize later if you're like consistent that's pretty cool and yeah. i really want to track my uh exercise even more <laughs> yeah well personally i'm gunning for the salad shaker so i don't know about you guys but Salad shakers and t-shirts make me do many things in life. And this is, <laughs> no, okay. I'm serious. I'm being completely serious. <laughs> I'm just happy I have another option in my fitness journey to motivate me and keep me going and just something that I can relate to. And I don't really have to compete with anybody. Like Daisy said, I don't like to compete with fitness this time like and cheerleading and stuff like that that I used to do like I love competition but in something that's personal I feel like it's motivating 
It has things that I can do in my everyday life and just track things that I do every day. That way I'm not even really going the extra mile. I could, but I can still track a fitness journey by cleaning up my house, which I do every day. So I think that that's pretty cool. And it's really relatable for everybody that's working from home, students and everybody. So thank you, Leah, because I'm definitely going to start tracking today. Awesome. Okay. If there's nothing else, we have a couple of other things, Leah, that we want to do with you. We have a section of our podcast where we share tips, tricks, or picks of the week, and you can do one or a couple. Um, So we'll just go through it really quickly and uh, we'll share some stuff out and hopefully it'll be interesting and helpful to our listeners to maybe see what we're into this week. So anybody want to go first? I'll go. Okay. Okay. So um, I have a pick of the week. Um, a lot of people may use it already. Um, it's called Pinterest. Pinterest? I call it Pinterest anyway. Um, so I have been looking for different uh, healthy eating options um, because I'm doing like no fried foods, no carbs. Well, I do still eat white rice, but besides that, no carbs and no potatoes, no thing, nothing like that. So I've been going on Pinterest, getting different um, like shrimp and um, broccoli ideas. I got a chicken casserole idea and it's made with uh, zucchini noodles. It's like, it's really awesome. They have like the recipes for everything on Pinterest. So that is my pick of the week, which is Pinterest. Awesome, we love Pinterest. I, I love Pinterest, so. I'm like, I go on there for everything, clothing ideas, my whole baby shower I I planned off Pinterest, but I never really used it for like recipes. And being that I didn't want to, Barnes and Noble is open, but I didn't want to go buy a cookbook because I don't want to go in there. So I just been using Pinterest and I've been coming up with some good stuff. Awesome, thanks Jojo. Who's next? I can go. Um, my tip would be because I've been focusing on juicing a lot in the last two weeks. And my tip would be to buy a juicer if you don't have one, because it has taken me to blend everything in the blender and then to strain it through a strainer like multiple times to get all of the pulp and everything out. It's about a two hour process for me on my end because I make bulk. I'm making you know and for me to sit there and press it through it's taking me at least five to ten minutes a jar to do it by hand so um if you can try to get yourself a juicer and you'll get it done in like five minutes rather than the time i've been spending so that would be my tip buy a juicer okay I i have to comment on that because it's a juicer for me right now is not in my budget but i do want one but I will say, I'm going to give another a tip on your tip, okay? Because we have hopefully mostly a student audience who maybe can't invest in a juicer at this point. Um, I use a double mesh strainer to, um, to strain mine. It's, it's literally like a metal mesh strainer and it has two layers. It was only like $9 at Target. And that gets, and it does not take me a long time. I just pour it through and it gets all the pulp out. 
and it's just the juice at the very bottom. So if you can't afford a juicer, double mesh strainer, but that's not my tip of the week. I'm just paying, I'm just, <laughs> that's I just your advice. packing your tip, but I do want a juicer. It's just, you know, not quite something I'm ready to invest in yet, but I agree. Me too. That's why I've been looking on OfferUp. But yeah. I haven't seen one there yeah. yet. Yeah, good point. I'm sorry to hijack that, but I had to, okay. Daisy, what's your tip, tip trick or pick of the week? My pick of the week is right now I've been doing, um, drinking this um, meal replacement that's healthy. Like I looked at all the ingredients. I hope it is healthy. <laughs> but um, yeah, it really works so that I do it for breakfast and then um, my calories are less and I'm hoping that I can lose weight. And so yeah, meal replacement uh, powder, whatever, protein. <laughs> Yeah. We'll have to have Leah on for a nutrition section, another podcast, and we'll talk about that. But um, thanks. I would love, yeah, I would love to know what's healthy and what really yeah. isn't. Yes. I don't want to be doing something worse to my body than, than good, you know? Yeah. Leah, any tips of the week? Yeah, I was just going to say, check out, I'm not sure what programs they have right now, but we've, Campus has partnered with Dignity Health. Um, and they've done some nutrition, like four week classes on campus. I'm not sure if they're doing one over the summer, but I've seen a couple of posts. So I'll see if I can reach out to them if they're doing any of that. Um, it's their um, community wellness center. That's the, the outreach who comes to campus for it. Let's see. Well, you said I could have multiple. So I had a tip, but I also have a pick. So my tip is going to be to challenge people to reach out to someone that they haven't uh, communicated with recently. And that is because I recently reconnected with a friend from college, kind of randomly. And we've been meeting once a week on FaceTime to catch up. We just have these like awesome conversations on FaceTime. And it's, it's been years since we've really been in person together and we've kind of lost touch. And we've just kind of picked up and whether we're talking about being at home it, during the times of quarantine or socially distance or talking about old memories and making new memories at the same time, it's been kind of cool. So it was this random virtual connection where you know you never know when you reach out to people that you've known in the past. So that'd be my tip, it's been refreshing and we're across the country. She's in Connecticut, I'm in California. So that's number one. And then you, then you were saying multiple. So the pick, and I think I told Monica about this, app that I use is I've been using it for years. It's called RunKeeper and it's very simple. It's a simple app. I use it for tracking running, but you can also track walking. I also just looked, um, I use it for bike riding or cycling, but you can use it for, I guess you can use it for skiing too, if you're, if you ski or snowboard, but it's really simple. You just hit start. And if you let it track where you're walking, it shows you the map. And I really like being able to see, like yesterday I logged my 140th like life, lifetime entry. So there's no, you don't have to pay for it. And um, it doesn't give you tons of ads all the time. Like nothing's popping up telling you to buy things. So it's a cool way to kind of give you some visual feedback and numbers about how long you were walking or running or things like that. Awesome. And what, what was the name of it? I'm down. The name of it. the app is called Runkeeper. Runkeeper. And, and it's like a aqua colored picture of like a person running. Cool. I'm definitely going to tell the scholars about this one. 
Yeah. Because I think it's cool just to just to know how far you walked or where you walked, and then if it shows you like the map of where you walked, that's gonna be cool too. I'm and I don't share it. I don't share it like for privacy reasons. I don't share my maps with anybody and I don't connect with friends on there, but I think you can. I just keep Ooh. it to yourself. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Um, I've been writing lately. So I, I was telling Leah, you know, in another conversation, how much I need to, well, I want to start tracking my mileage and seeing how far and how fast I go just for myself. I don't really want to share with anybody either, but Anyway, that's a great, great suggestion, Leah. Um, I have one pick and one tip of the week. Um, and I'll keep my story short because I was going to stories. Um, I have never really drank much coffee, but um, lately I've kind of been more into it. And I just discovered pour over coffee. I don't know if anybody else knows what that is, but I didn't really want to do like a hot coffee machine where it, it like steams the beans and stuff. And my kids kind of got me into this and they got me one for my birthday, but it's this little glass jar and you put a filter on top and you, you grind your own beans and you pour them in and then you get hot water and you kind of like pour it around this top of the funnel. And then it pours into the bottom of this kind of hourglass, hourglass shaped, um, like pitcher that I have. And then you pour that coffee, you can have it cold or hot, and I drink mine iced. And I only have probably three ounces a day, because again, I don't like a lot of caffeine, but I am addicted to this pour over coffee. And it's not the coffee I'm addicted to, because I could go without my coffee. I'm showing it to them on my podcast every day. It's not a big deal, but I'm addicted to the ritual of making it. That's what I love about pour over coffee. It's like getting the pour over out and then grinding the beans. And it's like, it's a whole like sensory thing for me. I don't know what it is. I have to research it, but addicted to the process of making the coffee and I could really care less about the coffee. But anyway, that's my tip of the week. Um, and again, if you don't have a lot of money and you can't afford to maybe buy a coffee maker or a juicer, there are always ways to make these drinks that are, you know, I mean, I want to say like probably pour over coffee was one of the first forms of making coffee, I guess. I would suppose so because they weren't coffee makers. The cowboys didn't use coffee makers. So I just, like, I think that's one of the first ways of making coffee. Anyway. Oh I, used, I used to work at uh, Starbucks and we do pour overs. And that was like, honestly, my favorite part of my shift. I'm like, oh, let me do it. Let me do it. It's yeah. just something about pouring my favorite part is the pouring it in the circle yes and just watching it fall and it's you can like the steam rises up and you can smell yes. the coffee it's it's amazing it's like a I, I can relate yes I can relate yes. I definitely can so my kids bought me the whore pour over set and it was pretty um reasonable reasonably priced way cheaper than any kind of coffee machine or maker that you could buy Anyway, that's my tip of the week. My pick of the week, because I have one, is this awesome um, sunscreen that I found. It's called Super Goop. And um, it's it's supposed to be a natural sunscreen, so it doesn't have a lot of chemicals. And has anybody heard of Super Goop products? Yeah, I have. I heard they're, like, good for your skin. Yes. Okay, I'm wearing it right now. And I don't have any foundation on, and it has, like, a little bit of shimmer to it. And I just, I love it. It's not, it doesn't dry my skin out because I live in a dry climate right now. 
Um, I, I'm not breaking out from it. It's SPF 40. They, have, they go on up. I mean, obviously you have to reapply every once in a while, but I'm obsessed with it. And I don't really like a lot of sunscreens for my face because they kind of dry my skin out. They look cakey. I'm Latina and I'm kind of a, a mid color. And so they make my face look white. So it doesn't look natural on me. This is amazing. I'm telling you, I read reviews about it. I saw people use it on YouTube and I was like, oh, let me try it. Super goop. Totally worth it. It's a really generous container for probably like $30. And if you're really into skincare or you need to protect your skin, like we all should be doing, I highly recommend it. And no, we are not sponsored. We don't have the listenership for that, but it's awesome. So, and to me, like skincare products are not negotiable. But anyway, super goop. I recommend it. So those are our tips, tricks, or picks for the week. Leah, we have one more section that we're going to keep you for, and they are our fire questions. And we're going to go through them really quickly with you, okay? And okay. then we'll wrap it up. But you can just answer quickly with one word, or you can go into detail if you want. First one, what is the best thing that happened to you this month? Gosh, this was not, that's not a quick question. <laughs> <laughs> we can wait, but you know. <laughs> Hugging someone. Awesome. When are you most inspired? When it's quiet. Favorite dessert? Mm. Chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream, dairy free. Nice. Favorite holiday? Hanukkah. If you could shop for free at one store, which one would you buy? Whole Foods. Oh, that's a good one. What event in your life would make a good movie? Moving to California. What did you want to be when you were 12? A teacher. What is your greatest achievement? Daisy comes up with good questions, huh? <laughs> I thought this, I thought this was going to be like this or that. Yeah, sometimes they are, sometimes they're not. Depends on the person. <laughs> I think just where I am in my life like just the story of trapeze in New Jersey, New York, and then moving to California and starting a life by myself at 24. And yeah. yeah, everything I've accomplished is my greatest accomplishment. Awesome. Best advice you ever received? Be patient, but don't wait too long. Good advice. What's your favorite place on earth? New York City. Do you have any pets? Yes, I have a cat named Benson. Next question. Kind of redundant, but maybe not. Cats or dogs? Cats, but I'm gonna add a, a side note. So I like dogs, but I've never, except for when, right before I moved here, lived with a dog. So I like dogs like outside, but I think I prefer cats in my home. And my cat acts like a dog. He's like, cuddly and nice and he's not like he doesn't hiss at you and he's not afraid and so friendly cats awesome what is the most spontaneous thing you've ever done skydiving 
And I say, sorry, I say that because I've been thinking about going for years and years and years, but then when I decided to go, it was like, boom, I'm going. If you could ask advice from any historical figure, who would it be and what would you ask? Can I pass this one? Yeah. What fact amazes you every time you think of it? What, what fact amazes me every time I think about it? Um, I'm, I'm being reminded behind me is this California uh, picture. Just the, the size of New Jersey versus California, like they're kind of inverted shapes, but New Jersey is so small compared to Cal California, like the amount of time that it takes to drive from one end of the state to the other. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Leah, those are our fire questions for you. And we want to say thank you so much for joining us today. More than just joining us today, thank you for being a partner to the program. Thank you for always encouraging our students, for keeping tabs on us, and for partnering with us. Um, we really appreciate you. And again, this is Leah. She's a wellness coordinator from CSUB Student Recreation Center. And we're super happy to have her here today just to share information to share her program and, and to keep us on task and keep us motivated. Um, again, everybody, you can find us on Instagram at CSUB Guardians. We are unguarded on Spotify and uh, we're really happy to be here with you again this week. We look forward to meeting with you again in a week um, to discuss more things with more guest speakers. And um, thank you everybody for being here today. Thanks to my co-hosts, we appreciate you.